You're listening to Lead Your Day with Marilyn, and I'm Marilyn. But all this month, I'm calling this podcast Show Off because I'm doing that. I'm not showing me off, I'm showing other women off. Everyday women of all sorts, all over the world. Today's guest, Cammie Gildner, is someone I met on this very podcast. We've never actually met in person, but we really clicked in the interview. We have a great chat today about women in leadership. It's a gorgeous conversation and Cammie shares her soulful inspiration with us. Can't wait to show her off to you. Over to the show. Welcome back to the show, Cammy. Thank you for having me, Marilyn. It's, it's, I'm excited to be here celebrating International Women's Day. Yes, it is truly international. And we have yet another accent, listeners. Yeah. Uh, yes. So, Cammy, please introduce who are you, where you are, where are you in the world, where is that lovely accent from, and what is it that you do? I am Cammy Gellner. I'm here in Evergreen, Colorado, so in the foothills just above Denver. And I am a business coach for women. I'm a connector. I'm a storyteller. And I love to help women raise up their voice and their visibility and grow their businesses to new levels because I believe that women's wisdom is the medicine our earth needs right now. Yes. Oh, amen. Yes. <laughs> so true. And just yes. as a bit of background, I met Cami on, well, on my podcast Yes, I had to be there. Yeah, it was awesome. And um, we and you're going to be on mine next week. Yes, and she really, um, I connected with her her wisdom, but her message Mm. and her stories about the horses, and it was it was intriguing. So, Cammy, imagine it's the end of your life, Mm -hmm. and I'm standing up and showing off about you. What would you Uh, like me to have said that is your legacy that is perhaps the one thing that you would love to be shown off about Mm, I love that question I would love to be known as the woman who has reached her hand out and helped so many women help them put their voice out into the world and helped the ripple effect of those voices create impact Mm. what to you I mean that phrase put their voices out it's so, mm. it, 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 it's like a musical instrument to me. I love that sound. But what does it mean? What's it practically mean in your, in your definition? Sure. It's, it's interesting. I just came out of a three-day storytelling workshop for my clients. And we spent three days helping each one of them really develop their story, right? The voice of who they are, um, the stories that really shape what their, what their work is. So their personal stories Mm. and knowing that if they, if they also get to this place of knowing if the whole world could hear one message from them, what is Mm. it? So it's the story, it's the messaging and it's doing it in a way that their stories are told from their soul, right? Very, very core of who they are and not from their head because Mm. people will hear us in a bigger way when, when we speak from our soul when we speak from Mm. our heart. And that is what I mean is, 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 is finding clarity in message, finding clarity in the stories that are going to draw people into your work and clarity in how you serve the clients that you serve. So all of those things really are part of that overall mix of raising up women's voices because 
we need to be heard. We need our voices to be heard. We need to stand up and stretch into spaces that we might have been uncomfortable in before. Now, every time we're growing and we're expressing ourselves in new ways, there's there's tension in there. And so to really learn to dance in the, the tension of being uncomfortable and knowing that there's a reason that you're being called to share your message. Mm. Can I tease that out for a minute? Uh, why do you think women in particular, particular struggle to A, find their voice and B, tell that mm-hmm. story? Yeah. Yeah. I think, well, one, I think that uh, we, I mean, I I can even go back to my own story. I was very good behind the scenes when I was back in the corporate world. And I put a lot of voices out into the world from the back of the room, right. Mm -hmm. Helping Mm -hmm. other people's voices be heard. And and I think that women have an important message to show, to share with our world because we've got a different way of leading. We have, Mm. we have, we can lead with the strength from within. We have our intuition to tap into. There's just so much wisdom that we can bring into the world. And when one of the reasons I think that we, you know, we just get comfortable from leading behind and, you know, and I also think growing up, not that I ever felt like I was, I was shushed. I, I don't think I was shushed, but it was like, I didn't have this desire to stand up in in the spotlight on the stage. Right. I didn't have this desire to lead from that, that space as, as a, as a little girl. And I think that's probably true for a lot of women. I mean, some women are certainly were born wanting to be at the front of the room on the stage. That wasn't me. And I think that, you know, just the, the nature of, our, our structural systems in our, in our businesses and our world, men have often taken the lead in so many different places. I mean, we can look at the numbers and know that there's not as many women leading as there should be. Now we're more than 50% of the population. And now when you look at who's leading companies and who's leading our governments and who's leading, you know, some of the most important work in the world, so often it's not women. And so it's time for us to really stand up and move into those spaces. Agree. And why do you think we need, or why do we, in your opinion, do we need more leaders? Because it's not just, and I'm not just talking about the gender equality so that right. we have equal amounts. Yeah. I believe, no, which I, I know you get, it, it's a different yeah. breed of Totally. And I'm glad that, you asked that. Please because share. to me, that's actually <laughs> even more important because mm. I think that we have have led in ways that are very linear, very masculine, very mm. driven and even as women, we've led that way, right? And that when we're doing that, we're putting on a different skin and, and trying to show up yeah, different than yes, who we yes. are versus yes. actually leveraging all the wonderful gifts of who we are as women mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. listening to that intuition and having that compassion. And it's not to say that men don't have this because they certainly do. I, you, yeah, know, we, you know, yeah. we all have the masculine mm-hmm. and the feminine side of things. I have times in my life back in the corporate day led with a very masculine driven approach. And I had to learn to come home to me and to really embrace who I am. And I know I'm a much, and I was a good leader in the corporate world. And I know I'm a much better leader today in what I'm doing because I'm truly just showing up as me. And that's the beauty of, of, of women showing up in leadership. I think we have the, the, the feminine side of leadership is softer, but it's fierce no, so it's soft and fierce. It's, it's, um, there's, 
the wisdom that comes through from our in intuition um, really mixed in with some of the, the strategy and the knowledge that we have. So it, it's both sides of the coin always. And I think the more that we can embrace the, the feminine quality of leadership, we change the world because we've been driven by too much masculine, strong, like, yeah. you know, just mm. really driven mm. energy mm. that frankly is breaking systems, is breaking companies. Companies are having to, to really put people first versus just that bottom line first. Um, you know, we see it across the world and in different countries where, you know, we're in war, we've got all these different things. And when women lead, there's a different way that we can really serve the world. And I think different choices are made. It's so true. It's it's not really even a male, it's not a gender thing. It's a... no not in that the way we understand it it's about bringing no. feminine leadership exactly. we're seeing even in the war in europe in that exactly. i love that phrase you said it's people first that is a good definer of feminine mm -hmm. leadership isn't it really and when it really is we're seeing opposite we're connectors. sides of yeah 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 we, One we're connectors we're collaborators yeah. right and you can so, see that absolutely. even in, in men leading which one is putting people first and which totally. one is is putting power and power yeah. first without yeah. going into a political uh, discussion. Yeah, here. <laughs> totally, totally. Who, Cammie, has influenced you? Well, let's go back to women. Who in your life have been mentors, um, inspirational uh, women, uh, dead or alive or fiction or nonfiction uh, people yeah. in your life? Can you share a couple of influences on your life? Yeah. Well, I come from a really strong line of women, first of all, which I, um, my mother is amazing and she does you know, she, she lives at like 9,000 feet elevation and she goes, I go hike with her and she can out hike oh. me. And she, she <laughs> rides her horse around and chases cows and does all kinds of things like that. So I have a really strong mother who, you know, I, I was mentored with her. I, my grandmother, my, you know, I had really strong women aunts around mm. me always. So that's really, I feel that really blessed to have had that in my life. I think of I mean, I've had just different mentors over the years in the, in the corporate world. I had some really good mentors that I can pull out that, you know, you know, when, you know, that like I'm the one that's coming to mind. I remember I was starting to go through perimenopause, like my body was doing all these weird things. I had no clue. <laughs> and I was emotional about something that was going on at work. And the next day she came to work and she handed me, um, one of Christine Northrup, Dr. Christine Northrup's oh, books. Yes. And I was like, oh my God. And I started reading I'm it normal. and going, oh my God, who knew? Who knew? This is what yeah. I was even, you know, I was, you know, yeah. I was thinking, I don't remember how old I was, but I wasn't even crossing my mind. So having people yeah, like that that yeah. come in and just yeah. say, this yes. is what happens yes. for women. Um, and then in the corporate world, I mean, in the entrepreneurial world, I've had many wonderful coaches that have, you know, given me so many gifts and just, collaborators that I love to collaborate with. So it's, it's, I have had, I've been very blessed to have a lot of amazing mentor women. Mm. You brought something up when you mentioned about menopause, perimenopause, because I can totally relate um, totally. that it's, it's, it's almost like this unspoken thing about actually, this is a phase, a legitimate phase that women go right. through. Right. And in the media and social media, and you know, everyone talks about this, is it's, it's celebrated the youth, especially with women, we celebrate youth mm -hmm. and it's yeah. harder to age. But yeah. now we're seeing it, I think as feminine yeah. um, comes to the table, we're talking more about those 
different phases of life, you know, and yeah, celebrating yeah. them. And Thank and they, they're given archetype names. And how have you seen, being the age that you are, how yeah. have you seen change? I mean, it, this conversation could go on forever, but I'd just love to touch yeah. on that oh, it's a moment. Changed, to right? celebrate the age phases that we go through rather than go, yeah. oh, bef-. it's not a before and after, which we often think. No, no. I so agree. And it's, you know, when I, when I was getting those perimenopause signs, I was like, I'm too young for this. Right. I mean, so that was the, the initial thing that came to me and, and it was just like, well, wait a minute, come home to what this is about. And the more I have embraced what changes, what shifts, what happens for us as women, the more I know that we, I mean, you can, pay me to go back to be 20 years old because I have so much wisdom that I've gained yeah, over the yeah. years that I just, mm. I wouldn't want to mm. ever give up because there's just, it just gets, life gets richer and richer and richer. And, you know, we take care of ourselves. We take care of our bodies. So we still feel amazing no matter where we're at, as long as we're doing these sorts of things. And I think the evolution of us as women just, we get to share, we get to be in community. We get to just, it's just so much more rich than it was when I was 20. Right. I mean, it was, I was just such a, at such a surface level in my twenties and even my thirties, my forties, I started to get it. My fifties, I'm like, I got this. <laughs> so yeah. It's so true. And I think more and more of us in our fifties and sixties and seventies, yeah. you know, a lot yeah. of the role models we have, they're either politicians, which not everyone will follow or, uh, entertainment industry and it's like yeah. my I'm starting to see stir in me more of a come on girls let's not just look after our grandkids but let's, just, we have I'm, a lot to do the other girls are yeah. watching the other yeah. generation is just watching. under 60 mm. I'm, I'm not yeah. 60 this year but I'm oh you look amazing <laughs> <laughs> and and when I think about that, I just, I, it's like, I'm not done. Mm. I have lots to do. Mm. I'm, I'm, I've Ooh. got my sleeves rolled up and yeah. I am, I'm yeah. all in. So yeah. that's the, yeah. the fun piece of all of this is that it feels really expansive yeah. in life right now. And that's the, the, the wisdom that just comes with, you know, we have, we have plenty of stuff to do. And I think that, that when we look at what our world needs, that just lights me up even more. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. let's do this. Mm-hmm. Love that word expansive. And I can hear, I, well, I can see now women listening to this conversation in their cars. Yes. The young ones are going, yes, we want more older role models. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. the oldie ones, well, not oldie. I'm saying the, yeah. you know, a different phase. Isn't that even yeah. the language comes out is, is totally not totally. helpful. And- and you know, I go, yes. so my nieces are in my twenties and mm. I adore my nieces and I learn as much from them as mm. they learn from me. So there's mm. just this wonderful mm. gift across the generations mm. that is just beautiful. It's yeah. truly a yeah. beautiful thing. And that's celebrating women. My, my, one of my nieces messaged me yesterday and she's having a baby pretty soon. And I'm pretty darn sure it's a girl. She, she hasn't <laughs> tested. And I'm like, it's a girl. And this new baby's a happy international women's day baby that's in your tummy. Right. Oh. To me, it's like the generations yeah, of, yeah. of women, there's strength in that. And I think how my grandmother and how my mother and my aunts impacted me. And it's like this, it just, it continues to, we can pass that down. Absolutely. Cammy, have you felt 
any pressure during your career or your business or even your childhood where uh, uh, any pressure of being a woman and, and that being held against you in any way? Okay. So I, I've felt it being held against me. I don't feel like I've ever held myself back. From okay. it. I think I, yep, grew up, yep. I grew up on a farm. I could do just about anything the boys could do. So, you know, that was, I, I, I grew up with that kind of an attitude and as I stepped into the world of corporate corporations, right, I was pretty, yeah, I can do anything I want to, because that was just the, yeah, the, the yeah. foundation that I had. I can definitely tell you there were times in my corporate career where I got the short end of the stick because I was a woman. And, you know, I can, I know from financial dollars where I was, was having more responsibility and the man across the, the table from me was earning $25,000 more than I was. And I had a team of, I had a team of, he had like a team of three people and I had a team of 20 and I had, you know, a higher level title and he was still making $25,000 more a year than I was. So that was you know, from a financial perspective. And I can also, I also know there were times where I was up for a role for a promotion and had the higher level of expertise and did not get the role. So I definitely saw that in, in the, the, the corporate world. And I had a senior VP of HR one time to say horrific things to me where I was just like, this just came out of our HR VP, senior VPs mouth, you know, just very sexist kind of things. And you just go, what the hell? Um, I think that is, I, I think it's changed. And I, I know it's not done. I know that people, women that are in the corporate world are still experiencing that. I think there it's being brought to light and there's a lot of work that we have to do to shift that, to change that, to get the equal pay, all of that sort of thing there. And, you know, frankly, just to shut down the bullshit of, of things that come out of people's mouths. Um, so I would say yes to all of that. And I can say now that I'm in my, uh, in the entrepreneurial side of things, I feel like I really feel the, the invincibility of me as a woman that I can do whatever I want to do. I can really, I have, there's not the, there's not the artificial barriers around me that, that I had in the corporate world or perceived barriers or, you know, you know, I did good in the corporate world and there was still that imbalance. And as an entrepreneur, I don't feel that at all. I feel like I can create whatever I want to create. And I think that's one of the reasons I love being an entrepreneur and that I love empowering entrepreneurs. So true. I, I was the same. I mean, I grew up pretty much without any awareness. You know, I, I even did an architecture degree, which is very male-oriented. Mm -hmm. um, and then my first job after that, I was in an organization that like 98% women and it was owned by a male CEO who believed in women over men, which was very unusual. And it yeah. wasn't until in my 30s that I encountered that uh, gender inequality. in and, and I must say, I took it personally. I thought, oh, there must be something wrong with me, why I kept being shifted around and, you know, when I stepped out. And it wasn't. And, when you, and you need to – and I, I guess I'm – I feel I need to bring this up because if you're listening to this and you're aware of this, um, look at the pattern in the organisation and that's what I failed to do. I personalised it rather than say, oh, actually, there's a pattern here. But yes, yes to having your own business and creating yeah. those rules because that's, 
Yeah. And there's, there's, there's a story. I have a really interesting story and it's really mm. fresh because I've recently um, been in conversation with one of my old bosses who I adored when I worked for him. He was one of my favorite bosses and he was also part of the conversation where I didn't get the role that I wanted. Right. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That somebody that Amel got it. And he actually said to me recently, he, he basically apologized. He says, I wish I would have gone to bat more for the women on my team. He says, my daughter is now mm. in the corporate world and, and uh... she is experiencing these things. And he says, and I was totally, I could have done more to support the women in the organization. And that felt like such a gift to me, first of all, just because it was, it was acknowledgement that, that, yeah, there was some imbalance and he was recognizing it and it took him seeing his daughter Mm. in that kind of a situation for him to fully realize it. And, you know, I, I think that when, when men do have daughters, and, you know, they see what their daughters are going through. They're like, aha. I mean, and, and if that's helps, if that helps shift things, that's fantastic. That's a beautiful gift for us. You know, it's a step, it's a progression. And that's what, um, you know, it was really a nice thing to receive. And mm, I think it's progression. Mm, mm, absolutely. Cami, thank you so much for your time. And I have so enjoyed showing you off uh, and and having really stimulating conversation and going in a way in a direction that haven't so far we've done so many of these yeah let's finish off with uh, you know speaking up voice storytelling if you could speak up uh, about uh, you know all of all of this all that's happening in the world one thing to change our world what would you speak up about mm. I'd say Women's wisdom is the medicine our earth needs right now. Go out, find what purpose you're here for. I mean, I believe that we're each born with the gifts, with the talents, with the genius of who we are so that we can make a difference. It's not so we could just have this genius. It's so that we can make a difference with our genius. So really do the work to know what your genius is. Step up, show up, do the work to go out and, and stretch yourself into places where you, your voice is heard in bigger ways than it is, you know, that, than it currently is. Because if it's just, if you just sit back, you're not doing what you, what you're here to do. So stretch, go into the places that you're meant to do, the, the changes you're meant to bring to the earth and bring them to our, our beautiful world. And know that your sisters are here beside you, supporting you. Thank you, Cammy. Totally. It's been a total delight. Thank you so much. It's always a delight chatting with you. And I can't wait to be flipping the switch next week and have you on my show. 